Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. I was at this conference in Florida. It was a great conference, but my work just kept attacking my time. I wanted to learn about, I when I go to a conference, I basically pick one major topic and I go to everything that relates to that topic, plus anything else that I find really interesting. I make sure I only learn about that and then I come back. When I come back from the conference, I only apply that one thing. So if you're ever going to a conference, what happens, what happened to me was I would go and go to every single thing and I'd try and learn as much as I could. Then I'd come home, be overwhelmed, have a whole bunch of knowledge and no ability to apply it. So I've kind of come up with this template on how to go to conferences and come out with a real strong action plan. It's it's super fun. So I think you should try it instead of overwhelming yourself. Of course, you go to the speaking that you or the sessions that you're really interested in. But I've found that it's really valuable to just get out there and uh, pick the stuff that applies to something a problem you're trying to solve. Anyways, that's a total side note, but I hope it'll help you. Um, I While I'm at this conference, it was beautiful out. It was super nice. I wanted to do some stuff while I was there. But uh, I got this email that was like six pages long. And it made me mad. So I started to think about it. And I ended up finding this quote by Albert Einstein that I'm going to share with you right now. And the quote basically says, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. I'll say it one more time. If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. And that's by Albert Einstein. This has become, I found that, that quote, and then I sent it back to the person. I said, I need your answer to this problem in no more than one page. If it's more than one page, I am not going to read it. Uh, I, apparently, it shocked him. <laughs> he did not really like the email because he worked all in like six or seven pages. He ended up wrestling with this topic for another two weeks, came back to me with one paragraph as his answer for this problem, like a solution, a way to move forward. It was perfect. And we used it to really move the program forward. And he told me later that that exercise and that pressure that I'd put on him had really changed how he thought through his usage of words. He said when he was in school, he was always writing short and his teachers were telling him to write longer. He had to do a 10-page or an 8-page or a, I think for my master's, the last project was like 65 pages. So there's there's a, not my master's, my graduate degree, but um, but not my graduate degree, sorry, my graduate certificate because I didn't, I didn't end up finishing my final project. That's a whole other topic. But uh, so he went through this process of simplifying this this solution until he could write it in one paragraph. He sent the paragraph back to me. It made total sense. I said, let's go for it. We invested, I think a hundred and some thousand dollars in this problem, in this solution. And it worked. But he said that he learned more trying to get it back down to a paragraph than he ever had before. 
So I have taken that as a personal challenge on anything. If I'm going to have a business plan, it has to fit on a page. If we're going to send something out to our community and make sure that uh, our volunteers are willing to read it, it's got to be concise. Every single thing, we just try and shave words out. And the other thing I learned when sending things into the community or even writing them for myself, you got to write it like a grade seven, grade eight level. The usage of big words can often be dangerous or a distraction from the real solution that you're trying to look for. So my challenge to you is, what kind of things do you really like? And how are you going to hunt them down into a simple, simple, concise answer that uses simple terminology? Some of the best teachers I've seen explain things in such a simple way that you're like, well, duh, obviously, it seems so logical when you hear it but it's not something that you're applying in your life. So I'm going to challenge you on that. And I'm going to consistently challenge myself on this. I'll often write really long winded. And then I try and just cut things back until it's like, Oh, this is exactly what I'm trying to say. Don't get into the trap of writing for words, write for impact, write for for purpose, not for words. It's one of the fallouts of going to school in some cases. And while it's important to teaching you knowledge and and teaching you information, the problem is those quotas, those writing quotas do not help people learn how to make an impact. They teach you how to write more words. Uh, I This last week, we had a challenge in our community and I sat there and I wrestled with it. And when I wrestle with things, I just talk to everybody that I think I can, is safe to talk to about the issue until I come up with a solution that's like, duh. It needs to be at a place where you're like, well, obviously, it's the simplest solution, and it uses what you already have in place, and it won't create future problems. Those are the solutions that you need to hunt for as a leader. They take a lot of time. I think I shared the story about the uh, when I was working at the university, the team names, it was basically two, two students against each other, and they were trying to, the media was trying to make it into students versus the university. And I basically put our students that were hired on our team in charge of voting on team names, which made it students versus students. It seemed like the simplest solution. And now I see a whole bunch of intramural programs doing the same thing. So it was a simple solution and it works. They need to seem logical and simple. And then, you know, you've done the work it takes to go from like that first email I got from that friend or one of my staff take it from like six or seven pages down to one paragraph, that is your job. If you can't do that, you don't understand the issue well enough. So take the time to dig in deep and come to a complete understanding. And remember, if the solution looks so logical, almost to the point where it's like, should have been thought of a long time ago, you're probably on the right track. So don't try and overcomplicate your solution. Remember, it's not about being right. It's about doing right. So if you're not focused on making yourself greater by your solution, and you don't care who thinks they came up with it, you don't care who wants to own it or move it forward, but you want to make sure you're doing right by by coming up with these solutions, that's your goal. That is what you want to do in your organization. More people will own ideas that they can understand than they will ever own when they're complicated or convoluted. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. 
If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.